Today's episode is brought to you by SPF Window SPF Tinting. SPF Window Tinting. The only 3M certified platinum window film dealer in the area, right? I mean, that's a big deal. Hey, yeah, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't just tint windows on cars, though, right? They actually work on residential properties, commercial. They do decorative films, uh, safety and security, applied graphics, window treatments, and they specialize in school safety. They actually have films that you know are bullet repellent. Like, that's crazy. And to request your quote, call 601-264-8468 or go visit them at 2125 Oak Grove Road. SPF Window Tinting. They did my car, man. It's great. Yeah, I got my windows tinted over there. I feel comfortable like putting my drums in there. It keeps the drums cool and it gives you that extra like it gives you that peace of mind. You know, people can't just walk by and see it yeah. very obviously and it's, inside the car. It's interesting you mentioned like the safety glass or whatever. Like uh I think uh Ty did a video a couple I think it might have been a year or two ago, but they did they were basically doing a they had some police officers come out there and shoot the glass. I mean, mm -hmm. it was pretty amazing to see what happens when you have that film on there. I mean, sure, like they can eventually get in, but it'll deter somebody from getting in quickly. Right. Well, and that's, I mean, that goes back to the peace of mind thing. Uh, I mean, you can take it as far as you want. You know, if you want actually bullet repellent glass, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's like Batmobile type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Holler at those folks at SPF Window Tinting. Yeah. Yeah. Good people. Man, I'm excited about today's episode. Me too. We have Martha Allen of Extra Table. Um, they have their farm to fork race. Yeah, it's coming uh, up. It's it's a cycling race and it's running, right? Yeah, I think so. So I, and we don't we don't know we don't know enough about it. So it's really exciting that we have her here because she's going to explain everything about the race, what they're raising money for, everything that Extra Table does. Yeah. They're very creative in their way and uh, how they actually are feeding families in Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, so doing really great work. So it's really exciting, and uh, I think it's just time to get to it. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. Hardest Street Boys, Hardest Street Boys, the Hardest Street Boys, the Hardest Street Boys, the Hardest Street Boys, Hardest Street Boys, Hardest Street Boys, it's the Hardest Street Boys. Like and subscribe. So tell me, man, what'd you get into this week? Oh my gosh, I just worked. I made like, I think I put out six videos this week. Man, big producer dog. Dude, uh, I guess. I don't know. You it, got it going on. Man, I appreciate it. It, it is one of those things, uh, I think on the outside, it looks like uh, I'm just absolutely killing it. But, you know, I think that's, I think the lesson is whatever you end up doing, you're going to have to just work really hard at. You know, yeah. even something that looks fun and, and attractive like what we're doing. I mean, this is work, like just us figuring out what we're going to talk about. Yeah. is It's fun work, but it's, yeah. it's work. It's enjoyable. It's also that time of year where there's just – I love that there are events happening, but now because I can film and edit, people want me to film it. it you know, like last year I had to film it because no one was allowed around each other. Yeah. But now it's like everybody's hanging out and I kind of want to hang out. But I'm still filming, so it's, I'm not complaining. Yeah. But it is. It's a. It's been a lot of. Uh, it's been a lot of. A lot of stuff. I mean, so it's really just work. We had uh, at school. We had the the kids did a Woodstock thing. They do like skits. It's like a. 
It's kind of like a fraternity sorority type thing. Yeah, like uh, a song fest kind of. Yeah, thing. it's a song. Yeah, they're not actually singing; they're just having fun dancing, and they saw, dress up I saw like that different video. people. It looked like a lot of fun. Man, the kids, they it was a blast. It was the first time everybody was in the same room together. We were in the chapel. We had a, it was it was awesome having everybody there. Um, and then they had music outside. Some of the students performed. Had some local bands, uh, Mississippi Tornadoes, and Mark Mann played. Oh, that's awesome. Got to see Mark and. Uh, so yeah, it was it was it was cool, man. Um, no, my my favorite thing really was uh, Live at Five Brassaholics. Man, such a good band, man. Such a good vibe. Well, okay, so I knew I missed live music. Yeah. But and I put this in my my stories. I was like, I didn't realize how much I missed it until they were like they were playing, and then the the guy they had a singer who only sang he sang every once in a while, and then the two horn players. They're like dancing in step. Like they're organized. These aren't just musicians. These are showmen. Like this is a show. Everything is meticulously planned and organized. And that's what I missed. Like what other situation can you look at a, a man you don't know and make eye contact and nod your head and start dancing and he does the same thing? Like, yeah, what other situation is that acceptable and not super weird? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It's not. That's my point. I was so happy just to see so many people dancing too. Yes. I mean, like, I mean last week it was, it was it was a different kind of vibe, you mm-hmm. know, a different kind of group. Mm-hmm. But this week I knew that they were gonna, you know, bring up bring the energy up a little bit. Oh, they didn't take know? no for an answer. People sitting down was like, No, get up, get yeah. up. And I like that they they engaged with the kids too, throwing Mardi Gras beads out and That's stuff. Awesome. That was really I thought that was really cool. So yeah, man, I, the Brass Hawks was awesome. And then I got, actually, I got to play a wedding on Saturday with John Causey. Yeah. My, my, man, I'm playing with him pretty regularly. Him That's and awesome. Cody Ruth. It was fun. It was, uh, it was wild. Yeah. It Weddings was, get wild, you know. Well, yeah, it was wild. It was super fun. Um, these people came to enjoy themselves. I'm sure they did. And, uh, yeah, it's always, I forgot kind of how to manage that, you know, because I, I'm for me it's technically work. You know, it's fun once again. It's fun work. But yeah. you got to kind of you don't want a drummer being sloppy back there. You want the drummer to be on top of it and on point. But I forgot what that felt like. So it was crazy having that one two punch of watching really great music and then I mean honestly playing with John, we our that band sounds pretty darn good. We yeah. sound pretty good actually. And uh yeah, to be a part of it on both sides was like a really special. It's one of those things I need to take more time to appreciate it instead yeah. of you know you get caught up in the tasks. And so well, anyway, I got to see some pretty good percussion uh, on Saturday. I went to Midtown Sounds. Yeah. So I, what was that like? Well, I missed the first group. Uh, I got to see Sandu Jazz, mm-hmm. and you know Alex uh, mm-hmm. up there playing. I mean, Alex had like, yeah, exactly. Amazing. Him and Julian, and they had like a bunch of other people up there playing. You know, mm-hmm. Worley was playing trombone. Mm-hmm. It was great. They sounded amazing. Alex is one of those guys that you just want to be around. Very like yeah. smiley and just happy, and also a good drummer. But I think of him mostly like every time I, I every time I see him, big smile. Yeah, and that's what you. That's what just you. Amazing all around percussionist. I mean, he had mm-hmm. the. It sounded like the He's playing congas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bongo, and then I, he plays drum set with that group too, oh, yeah. right? They were mixing it up. He was all over the stage. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, and then because some of that that style of music, like if you're playing uh, 
like if you play if you're playing like Cuban music, you don't have drum set. You have congas and timbales. Okay. So the drum set, when you hear that with that style of music, is a substitute for it. Just like Brazilian music, you actually usually it's with pandero, which is a hand drum, like that's mic'd. So yeah. playing drum set is kind of it depends on what school of thought you come from. But playing drum set is kind of like aggressive for that style of music. So that's yeah. what's cool is that that's happening in Hattiesburg. Yeah, I'm learning from you right now. It's an education. Yeah. Did you feel like you were in Hattiesburg when you were listening to it? Or did you feel like you were somewhere in South America? Uh, the latter, you know? I mean, I got to <laughs> say, like, I don't know. Being in Hattiesburg, as long as you know, you know that there's really amazing students that come through Southern. Mm -hmm. And they're tremendously talented. They're just mm -hmm. amazing. And I feel like we're so blessed to like have them stick around for a little while, maybe go through mm -hmm. grad school or do whatever, uh, and get to witness this. You know, mm -hmm. like we we have such amazing talent here in this town. Well, and it's a testament to how important the university is to the city. Truly, you know, I love Hattiesburg, but the, one of the main reasons I love Hattiesburg is because of Southern Miss. Oh yeah, you know the 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 people that come through and yeah, man. I mean, that's why you're here. Yeah, you're, it brought me here. Yeah, so I mean, that's. That right there is worth the price of admission. There you go. You know? So Sandu Jazz played. Yeah, uh, and then after them, it was a band from New Orleans called D-Play. I didn't make it for the early... Sh I'm sorry, I, I should go back. I didn't make it for Mississippi Moonlight, but I heard they were awesome. And uh, But then after Sandu Jazz was D-Play out of New Orleans, mm. and they were kind of like a cover... Uh, like a cover band, but a party band, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Ray Bradford was up there playing bass, so you know it was good. That's uh, awesome. It was amazing. They were playing all the hits. They played, I mean, everybody was grooving. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I enjoyed playing my gig, but I hate that I missed that. There's so much happening right now. So it's like, yeah, you're going to miss. I have serious FOMO, the fear yeah. of missing out. So yeah. that's that sounds like it was awesome, man. I know there was like live music at Nick's. There was live music at uh, at uh, Glorybound. I, mm -hmm. I missed a couple of those, but I got to you know. Royal Horses were at Glorybound, right? They were. And then uh, yeah, they, I think there was uh, well, Carrie Hudson played Blue Jazz on Friday yeah. after live at five. There's there's so much stuff, and it's getting to the point now where it's like, man, I really need to I need to keep a calendar exactly so I can keep track of. But it's great. I mean, I, if you're going to have a problem, have too many live music events to go to. In fact, I don't know if I can plug it, but I've got a live music act coming up. Oh, yeah? Where? I'm going to be in Laurel on May 14th. It's the return of Battle Cat. Yes. Massive J and Battle Cat. Let's go. <laughs> I, don't know if the, I don't know if the world's ready, but we sure are. Dude, that's awesome. Where, where in Laurel are you playing? We're going to be playing at 325th Street. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a nice place. Uh, and then that's, that's on Friday, right? It's a Friday. Yeah, tomorrow. What time? Yeah. What time? Do Is it tomorrow? It's two. It's a week from tomorrow. Yeah. A week from tomorrow. Yeah. Got you. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, what time do y'all start when you play there? Do you know? I think it's a little bit later. I think we're going to start probably eight thirty, nine o'clock ish. Right. So okay. you might be able to make it. So yeah, that same day I'm having. We're throwing. It's not live at. It's not a live at five. It's an outdoor final concert for my drummers oh nice so the kids because they were getting quarantined and stuff and just because of contact tracing and everything around january instead of doing an ensemble i had each kid get to pick a drum set a song to play on drum set so they could always work individually on it if they were at the house or at school so we're doing a big huge rock it's not rock it's all styles of music but a big drum fest uh, out on the front lawn at Sacred Heart. It's going to be cool. May that 14th. a lot of fun. At 5.30. Uh, 
I'm even going to post like who's playing at what time I'm going to try and it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of kids. Oh yeah. I think it's like, it's like two hours worth of songs. Well, if you can't make it so. up to Laurel, I know you'll be there in spirit. So and yeah, of course I'll try to make it uh, to see some of the early kids maybe. Yeah. It's dude. It's, I I have some first graders this year. Oh, it's awesome. hilarious. It's this one kid, his name's Andrew. I call him hurricane. He's insane, man. He is he is the best, and his energy is just like, dude. It's him on drum set. He hits harder than me. Whoa, easily, yeah. So Andrew, if you're watching, I know he actually watches this show. Oh, cool. Hurricane, it's gonna be fun, buddy. So yeah, man. Lots of stuff going on, and uh, just trying to keep up with it all. I'm really looking forward to uh, May 21st as well. Royal Horses, yeah. and then the back to back downtown crawfish jam. Yeah. Get your tickets. We're actually filming an episode at Downtown Crawfish Jam. We are. It's. I wanted to do it live, but we'll see. So, but we're gonna invite some people up. Um, above, we'll have more than one guest. That'll be great, right? And yeah. uh, it'll be cool. So, get your tickets to Downtown Crawfish Jam as well. Link in the description, and then you can hang out with us for a show, which yeah. is which is pretty cool. So, if you don't like crawfish, beer, and music. I mean, that's insane if you don't like any of those things. But then you could also come be on our show, yeah, possibly. Maybe. maybe. Maybe we'll do a raffle to see who's on it. Yeah. You know? That'll be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. So. Well, cool. Yeah, man. Well, we got Martha Allen. Yeah. I think it's time to get her on. Yeah, let's, uh, let's bring her on. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to learn some stuff. Me too. Let's go. Let's go, Martha. So, Jamie. Yeah, what's up? I started my own business. Okay. So my idea is, if you have something terrible to tell someone, you tell me, and then I'll deliver it in Elmo's voice. Oh. So, like, give me some bad news. I mean, I don't really get a lot of bad news. I mean... First world problem, bad news. Okay, like, somebody got my name misspelled at Starbucks. I'm sorry, but someone has misspelled your name on your Starbucks cup. Feels better. Thank you. Right? See, it's not as big a deal. What about this? Jamie, you're fired. Grab all of your things, put them in a box, and get out. Yay! Right? It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful, but don't you not feel as bad as you would have if I said it in a mean voice? I just feel like I've been fired by Elmo. I mean, Elmo's pretty cutthroat. Dude, it's harsh. Do you think that you think it's a viable business? I think it could work. Yeah. I think people would hire you for that. You should have consulted me. Your consulting business is a sham. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. We have two guests. Two guests for the price of one. This is a Hardy Street Boys first. First. Yeah. So we have Martha. <laughs> we have two guests. Two guests for the price of one. This is a Hardy Street Boys first. First. Yeah. So we have Martha <laughs> Allen and Rhonda Hayden. How are you? Great. How are y'all? We're good. We're so excited to be here. I mean, this is this is awesome. It is. So I know that you guys are like, y'all are busy today, right? Because you have the farm to fork race. What's that all about? 
So it's a fundraiser for Extra Table. It's called the Farm to Fork Ride or Run. And Rhonda has created an incredible event that's bringing over 700 people here to Hattiesburg on Saturday. And so you can, um, it's really going to challenge these athletes coming into town and all of our locals as well. So it's a 32 and a 62 mile bike ride. It's not a race. And then it is a 5K, a 10K, and a mystery distance along the Longleaf Trail. So it's going to be amazing. Mystery, di- what's the mystery distance? Can you tell us? Well, it is unique to the Farm to Fork Ride and Run, and it's for runners. They sign up for the mystery distance, which means they don't know how far they're going to run that day. So when they get to the race that morning, we will reveal it at the start line about 15 minutes before they take off, and then they'll go run the course that we have laid out for them. That sounds, that sounds scary. Sounds Could mysterious. be. Well, you've got to think, you know, who planned this, myself or Rhonda? So she's definitely the runner and the athlete, and she's given you some clues on our Facebook. So oh, okay. you should work on figuring that out. So, But I'm terrible at clues, like really <laughs> bad. So this, though, this race is totally different, though, as far as races in the area. It's a cycle. So if you want to ride your road bike and do, like, Le Tour de France, you can, I wore my polka dots today, actually, because your jersey is polka dotted, yep. which I think is super cool. The polka dot jersey in Tour de France means you're king of the mountains, which is all, it's all themed. I'm so, so the fact that I'm you, glad you know well, that, I, Drew. I, I, I cycle. I'm just injured right now because I would be in the race if I wasn't, if my back wasn't, you know, whatever. That, no one wants to hear about that. <laughs> but it's really cool that you guys are incorporating that into your race. What was the inspiration into, you know, going into making your own jersey for your event. I've never heard of that before in a local um, race. I've seen it in some cycling events that I've done over the years, and we were kind of a little bit leery about doing it. We knew we wanted to add that little twist with the polka dots that related to the Tour de France to get people interested and um, to have the jersey recognizable. But when we first ordered the jerseys or put them up for sale, I told Martha, if we sell 20 of these, that's our goal, to sell 20 our first year, and then, you know, we can build from there. And within, like, three weeks, we sold 130 of them, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of cool because the price started out high if you only ordered order 20 it's going to cost you more so we actually got to lower the prices we went along over the three weeks and we refunded people money so that was that was really neat for us to be able to do so more than fair that's great that you actually gave money i mean that's that's really awesome and so you can (laughs) tell that you guys are working with a, a charitable organization right so this is all extra tables efforts tell me a little bit about what Extra Table is and what it does. Because I think most people understand that you're feeding hungry people, that hunger is something that in 2021 needs to end, right? But you, you're you creative in how you get it done. So what makes Extra Table different from other charities that are feeding uh, Mississippi's hungry families? Yeah, so we are a nonprofit started by Chef Robert St. John in 2009. And we are two employees, just became two employees. Rhonda joined me in June. So um, our admin expenses are completely separate, and they're raised by a separate 501c3 board. And so Mr. St. John gives us office space. So um, we believe that we're one of the most efficient and effective um, feeding entities that we know of. Um, Our partner for 10 years was Cisco, and they don't know of any other examples of people feeding so smartly in the world. And our goal is to fundraise and provide healthy shelf stable food to food pantries and soup kitchens all over the state. 
And for every dollar that we raise, we are able to feed six healthy meals. And so it's really cool that something started right here in Hattiesburg in the Pine Belt and has grown to become a statewide agency setting the bar for getting the best food to the most people. Wow. So how many families have you fed since Extra Table was founded in 2009? Great question. Do you know even? So as good as you are with trivia and clues, I am with math. So no, I don't have the records on that. So I wish I did. But we just said last month we we fed 354,000 families last month. Yeah. So just to put it into perspective. We provided 5.9 million pounds of food to the state of Mississippi last year. So that's pretty incredible. We had a 63% increase in um, area served and partners. And it's just, we just won the Give Awards, the Governor's Give Awards for volunteerism. And we were actually runner up to ourselves with our partner, Good Sam and the Hub for the Hungry in Jackson. So Extra Table you know, we fundraise to buy in bulk and below wholesale. So we're able to buy for all of our partners and deliver it to their doorstep where, you know, if you participate in a canned food drive, 60% of that food is thrown in the garbage because it's expired. It's not usable. I mean, when was the last time water chestnuts or blueberry pie filling was a meal? I mean, People just can't eat that. So we take great pride in the food that we provide. It's always healthy. It's always shelf-stable. We provide whole meals, pasta and pasta sauce, you know, um, great protein. So it's just really exciting, the work that we get to do and the partners that we get to serve because it's it's not just the two of us and our volunteers. It's all of our pantry partners all across the state making a difference and fighting hunger. So how do you decide what, um, what food is... I guess it's it's very hard for me to decide like what I'm going to eat because I want to eat healthy. I'm trying to eat organic. You know, it's it in in this country it's very difficult to find healthy food that's not related to bread, right? <laughs> so like, how do you decide? Who decides that? How do you go about? Because you talk about 354,000 families in one month is is such an undertaking. I mean, is this something that? Where does that come from? Who? Who makes that decision? That feels like it's a big decision. It's a big decision. And hearing you say that kind of makes me nervous. Rhonda <laughs> and I work with the boys from Chow, Justin and Michael, and they help us purchase our food, um, like I said, in bulk and below wholesale. So we've got 18 wheelers pulling into Hattiesburg every day with our food on it. And we just try to really listen to what our food pantries are looking for and meet the needs of the individuals receiving the food. So the things that they enjoy and are able to prepare and items that can be made and used easily um, to make meals and to make different meals. You know, we want our food to offer hope and respect and, um, you know, the, the ability to know that there is a brighter tomorrow. We mm-hmm. want the same food that we provide to be the same food that's at home in our pantry shelves, you know. And Martha, you've got to tell them about the sh- uh, shrimp grant that we got this past year because I thought that was so cool. Yeah, so we received a grant. Uh, well, let me tell you this. So we got a phone call from the Golden Strike Casino and they said, um, we have a fishing tournament. We have this, this fish that's got to go somewhere. Would your pantry like it? And we were like, okay, yes, people are hungry. We've got to get this fish. So we cleaned the fish. We had all these, you know, volunteers on the coast show up, cleaned it, got it out the door in two hours to partner pantries, posted it on social media. A group in Cape Cod saw it, and they funded us $84,000. Their mission is to invest in the fishing industry. And Mm so um, we know our coastal shrimpers have been hit by the BP oil spill, regular hurricanes, and um, last year the 
the freshwater stuff. So, and now with COVID, they weren't able to sell their shrimp. So we bought $84,000 worth of shrimp and distributed it to our food pantries. Wow. That's amazing. It was really cool. And that's why I ask you is because it's, you talk about respect with each meal. It's important that you're not just giving canned goods that are expired. That's because that's not that's no. just something you don't want. Right. You're not you're not doing that. You're you're deciding. Uh, you're you're choosing quality, healthy food for people because that's that's what that's, that's what, what they we deserve. Would want. What's hum, it's what human dignity is that's, what it is, and that's very important mm-hmm. in your in your venture. Yeah. Is that it's I I think that sets you apart. I think that's a food big is deal. a basic human right. No one should be hungry. And it's no one's life goal to to get in a food line and stand and t- be a number at a food pantry to get a bag of food. Mm-hmm. And so if if our food can brighten their day and you know help a a single mom put another meal on the table for her children and and we know and we read so much about this all the time about nourishment and children. You know we can teach someone to read at age seven or age seventy, but if a child doesn't get proper nutrition early on, their brain is not going to fully develop. And so it's you know. Um, we do a lot of focus and partnered with Atmos on getting snacks to kids, healthy snacks to kids when the schools were out and um, supporting, you know, those feeding efforts in any way. Because we know that, I mean, without food, you know, an adult can't go to work and can't concentrate and can't be safe in a, you know, a workplace. And so, I mean, you turn into the Snickers commercial, you know, if you don't have food. So yeah, you, and you. you do, you do. It's real life. And, yeah. um, and there are, you know, one in five Mississippians are hungry, sadly. And and we believe that Extra Table is the, the smartest, most efficient, effective way to get people fed. The wow. best food to the most people. That's that's really impressive, especially when you mention you talk about the kids. You know, if if you don't feel like helping out, uh, the thought of a hungry kid I think should motivate everyone. Absolutely, uh, that's a big deal. Now, tell me about the race, right? Farm to fork. How is that highlighting what you do at Extra Table? What what kind of events do you have planned other than just? I mean, are you are people going to be able to hang out? Is it a social thing? Like, what what else we got going on? We do like the after party. Yeah, we do. And as Martha said, you know, we like to show food, showcase food, and offer dignity with the food that we uh, provide. And we're doing that with our athletes, too. We really want to get them to buy into Extra Table Fights hunger differently than other people so we have partnered with a lot of different local chefs throughout Hattiesburg um, and restaurants and they are making culinary bites that our athletes will stop at pit stops along the way you know how you have pit stops and cycling events and the runners will have their pit stops too and they'll stop and uh, eat some culinary bites along the way and then when they make it back to the finish line we have a party that I don't think you've ever seen before at a race it's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, we have lots of restaurants involved with that. We've got a roasted pig that uh, Strix uh, Catering is going to be doing for us. John Burks and some of his friends are coming out and um, doing a grill, grilled chicken and sausage. Chick-fil-A will be out there. We've got Cathead Distillery coming and doing rehydration cocktails for the athletes. And Stokes, Stokes will Distributing will be out there with their beers. Um, they've got a couple of different 
different beers that they're highlighting. And uh, not only do you get free beer, but you get to sample other beers while you're there. Uh, there are so many aspects to this uh, finish line What about party. the mechanical bull run that you left oh, off the yeah. list? Yeah, so that's kind of my dream since this is at the Bridalwood <laughs> Stables and it's outdoors on a farm. Why would you not have a mechanical bull? If yeah. you can ride a bike, can you ride a bull? I, We're I going to find out. It is, they're one and the same. <laughs> that's right. Bikes and bulls, for sure. Well, no, everything you just listed sounded like uh, a wish list I would have made, you know. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, Rehydration and there's more. Hydration cocktail? Yeah. That's that's kind of my, wow. That That's a game changer. And there's live music, too. So we've encouraged all the athletes to bring chairs, pack a blanket, whatever they want. They can throw it out on the grass that day when they finish and walk around, listen to the music, but I am excited about watching people ride that ball. Oh, that's going to be, yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to, you got to film that. Uh, we will sure. have the video out. But it's going to be so cool because this is a different race. <laughs> you know, most people have not, I don't I don't know if they've ever had a race, a ride or a run leave from the barn at Bridlewood. So mm. it's a different location. You're on a different trail. And, and so that's so exciting. Even for our locals, we've announced, you know, the actual trail for the 32 and the 62 and and they've been riding it and riding it and riding it, getting prepared for Saturday. Yeah, so. you got to study that. Yeah. So it's thirty. So if you cycle, you can do a thirty-two mile or a sixty-two mile. It's actually thirty-two plus. Um, <laughs> we started marketing it as thirty-two miles, but then when we got out and actually rode what we had come up with or what Jed Darby had come up with for the cycling course, mm-hmm. it was a little more than thirty-two miles. So it's Just thirty-two plus, and then sixty-two miles. It's, it's a bonus. bonus. Just like the mystery run and you everybody got really just wants good heels. to do yeah yeah to be prepared that's the thing well and that's why is that why you have the polka dots because you actually have the hills yeah king of the mountains yeah right so that's so, yeah that's super cool that's so i i have a road bike and last year during the pandemic they closed the gym so i just cycled way too hard we have so many great cyclists in this area. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, you think Thank you're hot stuff, and then you could just be on <laughs> no. Longleaf Trace, and you're like, I'm killing it, because it's flat. <laughs> right. And then you'll see some of these guys go, like, off into the, you know, to the countryside, up, up and down these hills. It's insane. Look, so, I was out the there yesterday on the 62-mile route with William Whitehead and... We're going one direction, and then there's a group of guys that are all with Jed Darby at uh, Perfect Endurance uh, Bikes, and they're doing the route in reverse. So we see them coming towards us kind of by Big Bay, and holy cow, they zip by so fast. William was like, was Laura Beth in that group? I was like, I have no idea who was in that group. It was so funny how quick they went by us. But we're just so excited of all the energy around us. All the local cyclists are so excited excited too and they've learned so many people have learned about extra table and the great work we do and so it's not just another fundraiser it's the ability for us to tell our story and to share the message and people join our cause so that's been super fun it has been and i think we forget when we're talking about this because we get so excited about the cycling aspect i've organized lots of 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons over the years, but there is a run to this, and it has just as unique components to it as our cycling event does. So um, our runners, we will have uh, two comedians. Martha, you can talk about that for a second. Yeah, Jamie Arrington is one of my favorites to listen to. So Mm -hmm. it's he and a friend, and they'll be out there, and they'll be, you know, kindly heckling you just giving you some real good encouragement like you thought this was a good idea you know i don't know what jamie has planned but Who i know it's gonna from? be good yeah yeah, yeah. right 
Um, and then we also, I don't know if Rhonda knows, this is confirmed, but we have four soldiers. So four sergeants that'll be kind of yelling at you like an army sergeant would, like a drill sergeant. So wow. come on. Pick so, up the pace. They yeah. might have you drop 20. Who knows? Right. That's a Man. good one. So there'll be a surprise around every corner. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I, I just have to say, if you put this much care into a race, right, it's one day. This is like the most intense and involved event I've probably ever heard about. If you put this kind of energy into Extra Table, it's obvious why you're making a difference and why it stands alone. So that's really cool to hear that. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about this. This is really cool. But what I'm really excited about is we have a game for you. <laughs> have you ever played the Whisper Challenge? I have not. So, But I know Rhonda wants to play. We're going to see how it goes. <laughs> we're going to put some headphones on you, and I'm going to read you some words, and you have to guess what I'm saying without being able to hear me. So can you okay. read lips? Can either of you read lips? I have no idea. So there you go. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah. After this. Charity. Charity. Genius. <laughs> Bicycle. Popsicle. <laughs> Close. Close. Bicycle. Bicycle. Nice. Competition. Say it again. Competition. Competition. I, I can't I can't tell you what I think you're saying. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move it on. Pass. Polka dots. Pork chop. <laughs> what does that have to do with extra table? Polka dots. Polka dots. I have no idea. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> End hunger. Soccer. <laughs> it's not right. That's, right. That's how I know you. I but love <laughs> I love soccer. End hunger. H-U. <laughs> Hunger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Extra table. Extra table. Nice, nice. Yay. 354,000. Three. Three. Five. Four. Hundred. Thousand. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred and fifty-four thousand. That's. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. He's using words I said earlier. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter. And jelly. Peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> Bess, you did pretty good. All right. Good. Good stuff. Awesome. What was that one? Peanut butter and jelly. Oh. That was good. That chocolate. was good. Massive J. Massive J. You need a microphone. Your vocal mic. Massive J. Massive J. <laughs> nice. Big ones. Big ones. Teakwood? <laughs> what did you... <laughs> what, what is teakwood? <laughs> oh so it kind of makes me nervous. Oh my gosh. Battle cat. <laughs> Battle cat. 
Patrick Swayze? <laughs> That's actually better than the answer. Spoke and word. <laughs> I, I can't even. Spoke and Spooling? word. Spooling? <laughs> Just one. Get one. Oh, he can't hear. Kevin the Chaos Pad. Kevin the so Chaos Pad. These are bad. Becky Boo Boo Baby do that one. Becky Boo Boo Baby. Pancake. <laughs> Dude, you are bad at this. Anna Mana Pia. Something, something, something. I don't know. Uh... Anna Mana Pia. I'm so terrible at this. I just do food. Just say food. 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 Yes! Yay! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Extra table. Extra table. Good job. No? Yeah. Oh. Hey, 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 say, say what the fork. What the fork. Some farm to pork? What the fork. Bring the... Bring? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What the fork? What the yes! Yay! You got it! All right. Good job, Jamie. Well, that was pretty fun. Jamie, you're terrible at that. And I mean I that in the nicest way. I still can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> Food. Selective Food. hearing. Battle cat. You, didn't, you missed battle cat. Uh, you missed uh, spoke and word. Spoke and your, word. Your new bicycle gang that you started that also does poetry somehow. It's, yeah. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. That's just fun to say. Yeah. And Kevin the Chaos Pad. I gave you heart. These were, yeah, they these were very challenging. But they're about you. These are all... Anyway. All right. Get out of here. Yeah. So this was this was fun. Thank you, ladies, for joining Thank us. Thank you. It's really cool uh, getting to hear about not just the race, but what you're doing at Extra Table. Uh, what are ways that people can follow you on social media or get involved? Yeah, you can always follow us on social media. We're always blasting out the great work that we're doing and our volunteers are doing. And because we have so many wonderful donors, it's all of our work together collectively. So, um, And if you want to volunteer for us this Saturday, you can message us on Facebook or call the office, shoot us an email. We need lots and lots of volunteers along the running route and the cycle route and back at the party. So let us know. I, I'm a great volunteer for parties. I was oh, just thinking really, Drew I'm, needed to be out there. I have really a place for parties. you. All right. I love that. So awesome. Well, Extra Table, what's what's your handle on Instagram? Actually, it's all in the description. When I, extra Table. Extra Table. That's mm -hmm. easy to remember. Um, this was really fun. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, we'll see you at, at, the, at the barn. All the cool kids will be there. I, I love hanging out in the <laughs> barn. I'm going to ride that bull. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to beat that bull. Let's uh, tape that, and you can put it on yes, your show. Yes, that's the, the follow-up segment. We're on our Patreon. We'll yeah. do what we'll do. Yeah, heck yeah.